Welcome, everyone, uh, to another episode of Boss Bible Study. Um, tonight, I am blessed uh, to have uh, one of my dear and best friends, uh, Mr. Kyle Webb, um, on with us today. I'm really excited to kind of talk with Kyle. Um, Kyle is, again, a, a friend of mine that I've known for a while. Um, we have some funny stories that we could we could probably share. Um, <laughs> I don't you know, know if we could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely some 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 wild days as well. Um, but someone who has recently um, given their life to Christ, um, and uh, as we know, um, one of the best, making one of the best decisions um, one can ever make in their life, allowing you know Jesus Christ to be their Lord and Savior. Um, and so today we're just going to be talking to Kyle, um, get a little bit of his story, his testimony, um, because you know, like many of those who may be watching right now, um, you know where you know kyle and I'm, I'm sure he'll kind of tell us but you know didn't grow up in a, in a household where they would go to church um or talk about god or even maybe even talk about religion um you know so definitely just excited to get his testimony because you know right now there's maybe someone that would be watching this and could be skeptical just be skeptical of you know uh who their king is and you know and Kyle, although he is now 28 years old, um, similar to me, you know, he has now found Christ. Um, and I'm just seeing uh, change all throughout his life and the person that he is becoming, that man that God has called for him to be. Uh, so I'll stop doing a lot of talking and I'll let Kyle kind of introduce himself uh, before we get ready to start. I just kind of wanted to open this up in prayer, Kyle. And then I just want to be I want this to be very um open we talk a lot off of off of air clearly uh just want you to just want you know someone out there listening right who may be in that same position that you once were in uh i want them to kind of be able to kind of just get your story and just know that hey if if god can can save kyle Webb after 28 years then he can do the same for same for me and uh as we know that's all it's about so before we get started definitely just want to open us up in quick prayer uh, so let us just bow our heads and prepare our hearts for prayer. Um, dear Heavenly Father, uh, we just come to you as humbly as possible, Father, and we just say thank you. Uh, thank you for another day. Thank you for allowing us to use this platform, Father, to be able to reach those uh, and bring them closer to you. Uh, Father, I just thank you for my brother, Kyle. I thank you for allowing me to be in his life. I thank you for changing his heart. Father, I thank you for everything that you are doing in his life, Father. I know that you have big plans for him, uh, for your for your glory, Father. Uh, and I just thank you for him. And I just, you know, I'm excited for him. And I'm excited for him to share his testimony with someone so that it may maybe touch their heart, Father, and that they grow closer to you, Father. At the end of the day, Father, we do this so that you will receive the glory. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, brother. So, right. uh yeah. So, you know, real quick, man, I guess um, just tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, uh, what you do um, and how and I guess how you how you got here uh, today on by on Boss Bible Study. Right. So, uh, yeah, my name's Kyle Webb, 28 years old. I'm from Elk Township, New Jersey. Um, for anybody that doesn't know Elk Township, it's the uh, little sister 
Township to Glassboro, Mulligan Hill, Clayton, like where the where the kind of tucked away. Not many people mm-hmm. know about uh, elk. Um, yeah, twenty eight years old. I have a son. Recently, just bought a house. Thank hey, the Lord. Hey, God. Hey, you know, finally, God, man. you know, doing, doing <laughs> my thing. Um, yeah, and I work on cars. I, I do auto body collision repair. So uh, and detailing also. You know, just a little bit about myself, where I where I come from, I guess. Um, Daryl, you touched mm-hmm. on it. You know, briefly, um, I absolutely growing up did not come from a house of church or anything. Um, mm-hmm. My grandmother and my pop pop were very religious, you know, going every Sunday, Wednesday consistently. And uh, I remember growing up, you know, as early as like four or five years old, my parents would, it was like I was forced to, to go to church um, mm-hmm. just to appease my grandmother for no other reason, not, not. Because, oh, you need to go learn about God. Go go get close with Jesus and all that. Go learn something. No, it was more or less my grandmother wanted to see me in the church and my parents forced me to go. And I would cry and cry. I would hate it. I was so bored doing it. The only thing that I liked about it was afterwards we would go to a, uh, <laughs> a diner in uh, Elmer. If anybody doesn't know, it's called Con- uh, Country Kitchen Diner. They have a great, great breakfast there. Um, that was, that was the best part about it though, you know, but I mean, mm-hmm. and that wasn't even anything, um, that I would do often. I probably did it once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've never been religious at all. Even growing up, you know, people would talk about God in my area and I would scoff at it. It was like, man, we talk mm-hmm. about Jesus, God, they're just stories. And mm-hmm. I think that's a huge problem that is being taught and allowed to you know, develop in the world is, oh, these are just stories The you mm-hmm. know, the, the gospel, the old Testament, new Testament, whatever, whatever, anything about the Bible is just a story. It's something that made up to help people get through life to give mm-hmm. people, you know, that, that hope that there is something. And, um, I remember Austin just recently, you know, um, when I was first talking about it, you know, I think, I think that I'm, ready to give my life to Christ. And it's something that I really want to dive into. Austin said the simplest of things, you know, he first, he questioned me if I believed in Jesus and Mm. that he actually did die for our sins. And I've never Mm. had that before. Never. You know, I always said that, um, I was a spiritual person for sure. Mm. Now, did that mean that I believed in Jesus or God? I had no idea. I, I, Mm. I'll tell you no. Um, but what does it mean to be spiritual? Oh, I believe, I believe in the, the stars or whatever, where does it come from? You know, like, what is that? What I, I never understood, you know, looking at it now, what does that mean? Uh, but he asked me, he said, do you believe in Jesus? I said, honestly, dude, I don't know. He said, that's okay, bro. But honestly, when you, he said, when you read the Bible, this is what happened. And just that, just putting that thought in my head saying that this is what happened. This is history, mm-hmm. the creation of man that, you know, this is what happened. Yeah, that's that's when I really started to take it seriously. Um, and and more than anything, all it was, honestly, was just a choice. I mean, there was like there's with me, there's no, you know, I had I had that breaking moment with God. I felt God's hand touch my shoulder or I felt the word of God come to me and that my life has been changed forever. No, it was it wasn't anything like that. It was a choice to kind of accept it and let's really dive into it because mm-hmm. I'm a man that. I need facts. You know, I, I, I need to see and, and I need to feel, I need to touch. I need 
I need to grab it in front of me. And when I actually did start diving into the Bible like this, I mean, just the, I guess that's when you said the, the hand of God and the word of God overcame me. And it's like, now it's for real. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote a few, few, uh, scripture, few lines of scripture down or whatever. Hey, let's get into it. Let's yeah, get just, into to, it. Uh, just to like, you know, try and try and make sense on everything and where, where this goes. Um, where 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 we what what where are we going for? Well, well, just the just the very uh, first one that I wrote down was uh, James chapter four verse seven, and uh, while you're looking for it, I'll just go ahead and read it. It says, mm-hmm. "Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you." Mm-hmm. Now, very very plain and simple piece of scripture but for me it's very powerful because looking back in my life um i was a very angry person you know even even today i still deal with you know anger but the way that i manage it now is so much better um i feel at least i'm I'm, it's something that i struggle with every day but i definitely improve same with my you know my tongue um proverbs 51 says uh, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Mm. And boy, do I know how to stir up anger in people. Mm. You yeah, know, we are. Oh, we are. Right. <laughs> so, uh, and there's no other thing that can that I can really say to that other than like, oh no, you're just thinking differently, bro. You've realized what your problem is. You're just thinking like, no, that's not it. Because I knew I knew how I was. I knew how I always acted. I knew how my actions have always affected people. But it's not mm-hmm. ever been something I could really control until now. Mm-hmm. I still struggle with it every day i know that i'm doing a better job at that you know i i I love that that piece of scripture you just um you just brought up in in james um and you know as humans you know um being flawed um we make we make this so much harder than what it really is right and you know all of us are you know tempted all of us are in situations that, you know, we, we, we run into temptation. Um, and, you know, it tells us right, right here in scripture, um, you know, to, it says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Right. But oftentimes we don't want to, we don't want to, we don't want to resist. Right. Because, you know, those things that feel good or, or sometimes, you know, sometimes it's hard for us to even resist the things that feel good, you know what I mean? Yep. And so, you know, I think that right there is a lot of our, a lot of our, our problems though. Right. And we, again, as we know, this walk is not necessarily easy, but in, you know, it's funny cause I was talking to my uncle the other day and he was kind of saying, you know, but you can kind of look at it the opposite way and say, it is kind of easy. Right. You know um, it tells us, it tells us right there. And I think it's, and and I I don't want to give any wrong scriptures out, but I think it's Matthew six, um, twenty eight, um, or twenty eight through thirty, um, where he says, you know, he says, "Come to me," um, where he says, "My yoke is easy," um, and so again, you know, we get so caught up, um, in you know the things of the world that we make this so much harder, and you know, just kind of piggybacking off that scripture that you kind of just went to, if. You know, if we if we look at Romans 12, um, one and two, it says, therefore, brothers and sister. In view of the mercies of God, I urge you to present your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. 
This is your true worship. Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may, you may discern what is good, pleasing, and the perfect will of God. And so that kind of goes right there hand in hand with resisting, right? When we begin to, and you even said it, you said it was kind of a mind, it was, it was a change, it was a mind change, right? Mm-hmm. When we begin to change our, to change, to allow God to change our minds and change our hearts, right? It makes it easier for us to do the things that please God, right? When we, when all we want to do is honor our father, right? We begin to realize, we begin to love the things our father loves and dislike and hate the things that he despises, right? And so it, it, it kind of goes hand in hand, but you know, you, you, you said, you said some things to me that really stood out, um, you know, that what, that every day it's, it's, it's a work in progress, right? And as we know, Paul tells us that we have to die to the, we have to die to the flesh daily, right? Every day, you know, um, Daryl was tempted by something. Kyle was tempted right. by something. Someone that may be watching this, you know, this, this, this clip right now, this video, they're going to be tempted by something. You know what I'm saying? Um, my brother, Kyle, I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly. Kyle, how, how, I guess, how long has it been really since you gave your life to Christ? A, oh. a month? A couple? Yeah, two, <laughs> two months maybe. But listen, well, hey, so like, God, God, so, God. so, but yeah, you know, two months, it's, it's not much of anything. Like, I don't know scripture. I mean, I, I okay. you know, I, I don't. I mean, I, ha- I have a few scriptures written down. I have a few scriptures in my Bible app that I've highlighted that have meant something to me. But in that two months, I mean, it's just opening my heart and that change instantly. I mean, I, I like, mm-hmm. so me and, uh, me and my girlfriend, we were, we were beefing one night, right? And uh, it was just when I had decided, you know what, I want to do this. I, I really want to dive deep. I need to make a change in my life. Things don't get better. My attitude isn't getting better. And everything I was doing, like in James chapter four, the uh, verse seven was saying, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Everything I was doing was not resisting. I was inviting him into my life. So my life was dark, you know, and every step. Yeah. Okay. I got good days and bad days, whatever. No, every day was just dark at the end of it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out what I was doing with her. I, fu- I couldn't figure out what I was doing with my son. I couldn't figure out what I was doing with my parents, my job. I was just lost. Grant, mm-hmm. I wasn't depressed but I just wasn't happy with myself and where my life was at. And I remember I was driving home from, uh, from the dealership. Cause after job, my, after work, I go and work at this dealership. So I'm driving home and it's pouring rain. And, and you had just put me on to Sunday service choir. So <laughs> and granted, so I'm emotional driving home. I think I was uh, me and me and my girlfriend had just gotten into a big argument over. I can't even tell you what it was. It's so small. But mm-hmm. the smallest of arguments turn into the biggest ones for whatever reason. So I'm driving home and it's pouring rain and Sunday services choir comes on and he's playing paradise. Give your life and cry. <laughs> Give me pain. Right. You feel me? So I was oh, emotional, yeah. bro. And like, and I don't pray or I, I, I never used to pray. Praying mm-hmm. is something so foreign to me. Like mm-hmm. even, even today I still am, you know, I pray but I don't like speaking prayer aloud. Um, but it's just still very foreign to me. But I remember I was driving, couldn't see anything. And I'm just cruising down the highway and I start crying and bawling my eyes out. And mm. I'm just talking, you know, and I'm just sitting here talking and 
blabbing away, not saying anything of importance. And the next thing I know, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to God. I'm saying, God, I need your help. I need you to do whatever you can with me. Get, show me where to go and I will follow you this, that, whatever. Hey, praise God. And, right. So immediately I felt better. You know, it was just, you know, like it says in the Bible, you know, bring everything to me and I, and he will wash you clean essentially, you know, like mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. will take on all our troubles. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, through that car ride home, that's what I did. Essentially. I just washed everything away. Everything that was on my heart that was aching. Mm-hmm. I just washed it away and confessed it all to him. And by the time I had gotten home, I just walked in the door. I grabbed my girlfriend, hugged her. We knelt on the bed together. We didn't say anything, but we sat there just hugging for five minutes. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I would say it was probably that day that it was finally like confirmed, like, yeah, I'm diving deep into this. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to, I went out, I think it was a couple of days later, I bought the Bible, you know, NIV version, whatever. I'm about to grab that new King James version too. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I just, you know, it was from that day on, like, and everything has changed. And it was such an easy decision for me just to the -hmm. music I was listening to. I can't, I can't listen to regular music anymore without, I mean, (laughs) like like someone around me just farted, bro. Like, like, (laughs) what is that? Get that out of here, you know, Um, to everything that I just consumed daily you know when i'm working i i'm listening to a sermon all day if i'm not listening to worship you know and i'm just constantly taking it in and taking it in and like everything is just so much easier now i mean it really is nothing's perfect i mean it, it all just came down to a decision a lifestyle change everybody talks about they need a change well make this your change and just try it you know because because you can it, it could be that simple it really can. Is it going to be easy? No, nothing's ever easy, you know? And, and I've said this to you many bef- times before, you know, looking back, reading the gospel and everything from the moment Jesus took his first step into ministry, what happened? He was tested by the devil from the second he planned to go out. There was nothing easy about his journey, not a thing. So this isn't going to be easy. It's not supposed to be easy to be a follower of Christ. You know, <laughs> like you're going to be tested along the way. And then in my life too, man, you know, I, 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 everybody can relate to this on how many scars just from, uh, everything that, you know, we've all been through, whatever it may be, whether it could, it could be children of divorce. It could be someone who lost a suicide, someone who lost of, um, um, overdose, drug addiction, anything like that. Anybody that's gone through anything seriously, um, I like, I thought of this the other day. I like to equate it to a car. Now I work in collision repair. So I get these cars that come in that are messed up beyond repair. I, you know, thousands of dollars worth of damage. The whole front end is ruined. The whole back end is ruined, whatever it may be. And it comes to me and I fix it and I make it look perfect again. Now that's all well and good and everything like that, right? You know, the outside can be perfect as can be but there's one thing that really truly matters about a car and it's the engine and if the engine ain't working properly that car's not going anywhere right so what drives a car many people will say well me i drive the car 
you know, I'm the one in the, I'm the one in the seat. I got the steering wheel foot on the pedal. All right. That's cool. And everything, your car looks good on the outside. You're the one driving it. You're a control word. I feel you. Now you can mash on that gas all day long, but if your engine ain't right, you're not going anywhere. Cause you think you're in control. You think you're making all the moves, but your engine ain't good. You're not going anywhere. So think about it. What's the engine? God. You know, if you're not right with God, God is, <laughs> he controls everything. It's all to his will. Wherever he wants you to go, you're going to go. You may think you're in control, but it's really him. And if he's not, if he's not working right, if he's not working in your life, if you're not following him, if you're not doing the God's will, you're not going to go anywhere. So you can go ahead. You could buy the fanciest car. You could fix your car up to the outside, buy all these expensive rims to make it look good, buy a big muffler to make it sound good, do whatever you got to do. But if your engine ain't right, you're not going anywhere. So I would just like people to think about that. Maybe put it a little simple, simple for you. You know, it all starts with the engine. Without that, you don't have anything. And that's something that I've learned. You know, as soon as I mean, like I said, two months and my life is just completely changed. It just it just and that's just in my anger and from a lot, I mean, a lot of things. But no, that's my main thing, because I know that was my main issue was my tongue. You know, Proverbs 21, chap, uh, chapter 21, verse 23, whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from troubles. I've been doing a lot better with trying to guard my tongue and watch what I say. It's helped me a lot in my relationship. You know, every time like that little thing happens between me and her before I would just snap. I would, And the first thing that came to my mouth, I would just say it and it would be hurting. It would be, you know, painful, something just wicked. Now I hold my tongue. You know, I just I don't want to say anything out of anger. Give me a minute. And everything, and, you know, it's just it's just helped me so much at work. You know, I, if I could just if I could just fix this one thing, if I could just do this, if I could just do that, it would make everything so much easier. My day would be just better and better and better. And oh, take that deep breath. Thank God. Let him in. All right, let's move about our days now because now everything's cool again. You know, it's just that simple. People let their let their days get eaten away by the devil. I mean, I watch it. I watch it every day. You know, someone is just out there lost. Like you need God. Can't tell them. You know, it's. I mean, you should tell them, but you can't because they don't want to hear that. You know, it, nobody wants to believe that it's that simple as of, of a fix. I didn't want to, but it is. You know, just accept God, give your life to God, and just watch. It's taken two months of my life is different, so much different. I just wanted. I didn't. I didn't want to lose that point that I thought that analogy you just made about the car. Yeah. Um, because as you were, as you were speaking about that, um, you were speaking facts, my boy. Um, <laughs> and it's, you know, it's funny, right? Because, you know, when, like I said, when you look at a car, right, a lot of times we, you know, we judge a car, um, based on how it looks, right? Mm -hmm. um, and we do that in society so often, so often you go anything on the internet, you know, like, dang, that person's got it together, man, they might. Maybe, or they got a lot to hide, <laughs> you know? So that's what I wanted to kind of just get to. And so it's like, you know, when you look at a car and you kind of, you know, you, 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 you just look at the outside, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, you don't really address or look at the inside of it, right? And so it kind of uh, brought me back to 
our our Bible study that we were in last Monday, um, Hebrews four thirteen, um, and it says, "No creature is hidden from Him, but all things are naked and exposed to the eyes of Him, to whom we must all give an account." And so it just it, it's funny because a lot of us try to hide right from society, hide from people, hide from our problems, right? But in reality, we can't hide from God. And so although we might look like a nice car on the inside, right? I'm sorry, but the inside of us, you know what I'm saying, is broken. Is all types of issues going on, right? You know what I mean. And it's 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 funny because you talked about you know like we believe that we're in control because we're driving, right? But it's just so interesting that when we give our life to Christ and we let go of the steering wheel, that He will actually take the steering wheel and bring it for us, right? And that's the that's the part that's easy. We want to put our foot to the metal and, and and go as fast as we can. Right. We swear. We swear we going somewhere. Swear we going somewhere. Right? right. You know what I mean? Um, but in reality, you know, we're, 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 we're going the wrong, we're going the wrong way. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, and you know, if we just let go of the will and allow him to drive, um, he will keep us on the right path. Right. right. I mean, on the right track. And, and this is how I know God has always been with me. Cause like even growing up, even like I'd never been in the church or whatever, I always, there was always that thought in the back of my head talking to me like, Hey, God, you know, like you might want to get right with God. Now I was 23 years old working at a car dealership. I haven't, I had young kid, no outstanding, crazy bills, nothing like I didn't have a kid. So, uh, I mean, I was bringing in more money than I make now as a 23 year old with less bills, swearing I'm the man doing everything I got to do and this and that. And it's like, I I thought I was in control, thought I was, everything was good, but I'm not saving any money because I'm just spending money, you know, like keeping myself in debt. And then my, and then, then the dealership uh, account gets lost. So now, and this is, you know, I just found out that uh, I was having a son and uh, lost a dealership account. Didn't know what to do. I didn't have a job now. My girlfriend at the time, she didn't have a job. I didn't, we weren't going to have no money. And so what do I do? All the only thing I ever knew how to do is detail a car. I, did, I went to college for a little bit for uh, media communications, but that didn't pan out. You know, I went to college and learned how to party. You know, just like many of us do. I didn't take it seriously. I just wanted to go in there and have the best time I could. Mm -hmm. Um, So the only skill and trade I ever had was being a detailer. And I I went online and I had knew nothing about auto body repair or whatever. So I just lied, you know, lied to lied in my interview. I told the guy, I was like, yeah, I've been detailing for like six years. I hadn't. I've been detailing for like three, maybe. (laughs) Not not dealing with fresh paint, not dealing with the collision repair. I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Just throw me in there. So I went in there and first, thank God that I found that job. And thank God that I was able to manage that job. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I, I don't know, no boasting or anything like that, but I learned very quick in anything I do. If I put my mind to something and I want to learn it, I'm going to learn it. It may take mm-hmm. me two weeks, three weeks, it might take me a whole year. I don't know. I, luckily, I knew I had a grip of what I was doing at this job. I walked in there two weeks, I had it down. 
Now, I, again, I was making good money. I thought I was doing everything I needed to do. Uh, my son was born. Life was great for me. And then, um, oh, I wish I had it. I don't. I don't have my wallet. Dang. But um, uh, you know, as you know, Austin knows. Like, I messed up big time. You know, things weren't working out with me and my son's mom and everything like that. Some things had gone down and I wound up in jail. Mm. Um, yeah. And definitely the lowest point in my life. You know, I, I, while I was there, I only did two things and I read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Why? I, you know, why, you know, I go to jail and you read the Bible, I guess, you know, the old cliche, but that's what I did. I read some of the Bible. I, I think I only read in Proverbs or Psalms. I'm not sure. I don't really remember. But um, there was one thing that, you know, from that whole time that stands out to me. And that's, you know, I went to court that day. You know, they wake you up at 4 a.m. or whatever to go sit in a tank for three hours. Then to finally drive up to the meet, the courthouse. You sit at the courthouse for another four hours. Next thing you know, it's 7 o'clock at night and you're just getting back to your bunk. Um, but that day I came back to my bunk and there was a note. I don't know how I got a note, but it was a note from Austin mm. and, and I still have it in my wallet today. Five years. Has it been four years, five years? I don't know how long it's been forever. Uh, still in my wallet today. And it's the part of scripture that says God won't give us any, uh, any troubles that we can't, that he knows we can't handle mm-hmm. or whatever. And I look at I I look at that piece of paper all the time. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, like that. Uh, that's why I thank God for Austin. I thank God for you because, uh, and you know, you guys are part of my testimony on how I know God has always been with me. Why? Why of all people would you and Austin, you know, be friends with me? I mean, granted, I'm a cool dude. I, I'm a good time. I'm fun and everything like that. But you know. Why, why has it been you two that I've always stuck around in my life that I've, I've, I've grown the closest bonds with, and it's only God, you know, to mm-hmm. get, to get me to this point now, you know, also with Austin giving his life to Christ, you giving it your, your life to Christ. Now me giving my life to Christ, you know, it's just, he's been in the works, you know, it's always part of his plan. He's always been in, in been with us since the beginning to get That's us cool. to this point right now. All glory to God, brother, man. Right, for, definitely. That, that right there, just, that just touched me, man. And, uh, I know, man. Because, like, I, I I I think about it all the time. Like, yeah, I'm fun. I'm cool. But, like, when it comes oh, yeah, to, like. Yeah, boy, don't, don't, don't talk uh, about that. Listen, listen, listen. I don't. I, I'm trying not to boast. <laughs> man can't boast in my faith. Amen, brother. Amen. And, uh, yeah, and, and it's, it's, it's actually interesting you bring that up because, again, it's like, wow. Um, you know, God was working, right? <laughs> Even when we were, you know, running away from him, doing what we wanted. Um, you know, again, you know, he 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 brings all things, you know, together for, you know, for his good, you know, for his good, you know what I'm saying? So he can get the glory, man. So um, you know, it's just it, it's just crazy, man. And like I said, you know, I've been there, you well, I've been there for a lot of wild stuff that you've been through and you know, vice versa, man. And um and, you know, at the end of the day for us to, you know, to, again, you know, we didn't have, you know, the toughest of lives, but again, we, you know, someone that might be watching this, you might not have the toughest of lives, but you might be going mm-hmm. through something that is tough for you. 
and um and 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 just listening to you know Kyle share a little bit about his time, you know, one of his lowest moments, right? I mean, you're talking about a, a, a man who's never been locked up before, um, never really been in any trouble. Um and I, most most man, trouble I've ever been in, man, is getting pulled over for a little bag of weed. You know what <laughs> I mean? Just something right, stupid. Right, no, right. this time this time <laughs> I I messed up big. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was in and and again just Looking back at that time, I just remember, um, you know, trying to find you. Like, oh, where's Kyle at? I remember I went to get went to go holler at your mom, and you know, we found when we found out that Kyle was in jail, and <laughs> I was there for a little bit. We like, whoa, this is like, right. I'm like, I'm over here scared, you know, scared for my man, right? But it, it's crazy because even in there, bro, um, you were covered. You know what I'm saying? And 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 God was with you. You know what I'm saying? And um, and 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 that's how you know. That ain't nothing but God, bro. That you you mm-hmm. come back to yourself after a long, tiring day. Um, you know, yeah, you messed up, but you know, d- like many people, you know, you 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 definitely didn't deserve to to be in there. Um, but for you to come home, man, and, and or come to yourself and just just have that note, right? And um, that was nothing but God, bro. And that was Him right there, you know, revealing um, to you Him His His goodness, right? And mm-hmm. you. Know, fact that he just used his servant Austin um, to be there in your life. I just think that's such an amazing thing. And, um, and again, it's about, you know, how we, how we talk about in, in, in boss Bible study, the becoming the B right. When we become right. When we, we become that image barrier or, you know, we become that reflection of Christ for people to see, um, you know, that is what really um, brings people closer to Christ. I know for myself growing up and being similar to you, Kyle, being forced to kind of go to church. And it's funny because when you talked about going to going to get food after, that was one of the things. Uh, <laughs> it really going, was, man. I used to, I used to, used to go to, we used to go to Old Country Buffet after church. And that was right. like, like of, uh, of the day, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, but again, never really being able to see that reflection of Christ. Um, and so I, I seen it from my best friend, Austin, um, who just like Jesus Christ loved me, um, even in the midst of my sins, when I was selling drugs and gambling like a fool and lying and stealing and just being, uh, whatever. Right. And, you know, he continued to love me, um, and pour into me and, you know, and, and, and give me scripture and, 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 and really just show me that reflection of God. Uh, and, you know, it was just, again, it was, again, just all glory to God for, you know, just, again, that's why it's just so important that we all, we pour into people, us as believers, that we share the gospel. What we go through in our life, whether good or bad, is never just for us. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, again, you're here today to just share your story, right? Because you do have a story. And although your story is not finished yet, you know, your story is going to going to touch somebody who may be in a similar situation or battling with some things that you might've been dealing with and they can realize like, wow, like, you know, uh, although I wasn't supposed to be in jail, right. I'm not going to let that, you know, debunk my life now. You're right. I can hop back on track and, and do what I need to do. And, uh, and, and I think the most important thing that I'm learning is that, you know, everybody's timing is different because God's plan for everybody is not the same. You know, we all, have different gifts and abilities that we can use for his kingdom. Um, and although everybody's is differently, if we use our gifts, you know, to, to work for the kingdom, 
that's that's all it's about, right? You know, so that he can get the glory. It's not about us, but about him. And so again, bro, I just thank God for you. And um, and I guess I have one last question I wanted you to kind of talk about. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember we were on our way to the gym and you pulled out and you showed me your uh your little Bible. Uh uh-huh. that, yeah, so I kind of want you to talk about that real quick. And, uh, all right, yeah. Um so my little Bible, actually, hold up, let me grab it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, guys. Give us one sec as he gets this. I think this there's a, there's a great story behind this this one right here, and um and this, this is just guy. goodness and good Jesus. All right, so this one, this is a you know New Testament Psalms and Proverbs Bible that I had gotten from my grandmother, um, back when, uh, I don't even know. Is, is it is it not dated in there? No, not dated. Not dated. Um. But yeah, I got it back from her. I don't even know when, man. Um, but yeah, I, I thought I lost this thing. Yeah, I've never opened it. You know, my grandmother gave me a Bible. I was like, thanks. Thanks. You know, you got a 20 for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't even know, man. I could have been seven, eight, but I had no care for it. I was like, oh, thanks. You know, toss it aside. No idea where it went. Um, and then, you know, I give I two months in, give my life to Christ. My grandmother has passed uh, now. She died three, four years ago. I'm not, I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, I, I give my life to Christ or whatever. And I just moved into my new house and everything like that. And I had to go over and stop at my parents to uh, pick my son up. Cause they were watching him that day. And my mom had a whole box of stuff for me and sitting right on top. Mm-hmm. Is my little is my little Bible that I haven't seen, and I don't even know how long, dude. It was forever. It's just sitting right on top. I was like, hold up, I recognized it immediately. It knew my grandmother gave me this, right? My mom said, yeah, put it right in my back pocket. Boom, picked my stuff up, left the house, and now I carry it with me everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. I, it's always in my car. <laughs> it's, it's always in my car. I, I was uh, taking my my actual, you know full Bible with me everywhere I went, but then found this thing. Now this is everywhere I go. I got it on, on my person at all time. But uh, yes, yeah, I, I, that's God talking to you, you know? I, and it was a mint condition. Mint condition. Mint condition. Like, there's no creases, nothing. It's perfect. Look how white them pages are, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's but that's God, true. you know? That's I, I, I decided to give my life to Christ. And I know it was something that my grandmother always wished that um, our family was more into to Christ as her and my grandfather were. Granted, my grand, um, I think she became more into Christ because of him. Uh, he's he's very involved with the church and everything like that, and and she went through a divorce and remarried in with him. And I think you know that that was their calling together to do that. You know, like just like as an idea, when my grandmother died, she had over four hundred people show up at her funeral. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. all all people within the church community and everything like that. I mean, people were lined up out the door to the street. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's how involved and deep they were with the church and everything. I knew it would have meant a lot to her uh, for me and us, our family, to be more involved with it. I remember when I would go to church, I went, I think, uh, one time. I think I had just graduated high school where I just dropped out of college. I'm not sure. I was young or whatever, but I just showed up at church one day. And uh, 
there's nothing like your grandmother's love when you know like you've made them happy you sit down next to them and just to, like you know i sat down next to her in the pews and the way she was just holding my hand you know and and it's crazy uh the warmth that i always felt from her um mm-hmm. just sitting next to her in church or whatever her holding my hand i could tell how happy she was and how warm she was it also breaks me to uh shortly after she died uh this is just a quick little dream because god speaks to us through dreams for sure mm-hmm. like he has to me many times even before i even realized he was talking to me um i mm-hmm. just shared another dream with you that kind of disturbed me a little bit last week mm-hmm. uh, you know um but shortly after she died that same warmth that i felt when i was in church with her i had a dream about her i never said goodbye to my grandmother uh she died of cancer mm-hmm. and i uh I went and saw her before it got too bad. And that was basically me saying goodbye. And she died probably four or five months after. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to see her when she was in that condition of, you know, of her final stage of life. And uh, so I had a dream about her and all it was, was just me at her house, laying on her, you know, as if I was a young child again, and she was her same old self. And I was just, pouring out crying into her chest but the warmth that i felt you know Mm -hmm. it was a very real warmth uh i could just feel it coming from her during that dream it was the same exact warmth that i felt when i was just sitting next to her at at church um Mm -hmm. so it's just a quick little tidbit about me and my grandmother i miss her dearly she was she was so cool amen uh no I, i i didn't i never you know had the chance to meet your grandmother um but just and the man that you're becoming. Um, and, you know, it's funny. One thing that you said, you know, you said that she would have wished that you guys, you know, your family would grow, you know, would have would have grown closer to Christ. And, you know, and I'm sure that's one thing she prayed on all the time. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's just crazy because what she's what she prayed on, bro. Will come to fruition because you um, just being, you know, knowing, knowing who Christ is and having that relationship and, you know, now allowing your, you know, him to, to change you is now going to change your family, bro. And you can be the man and, and you can be the man that can change all of that. Right. So that your mom and your dad and your brothers and your aunts and uncles and all your cousins, um, they're able to look at you, bro, and glorify our father. And so it, it will happen. Right. And, uh, and I, I'm, I'm praying that it will, bro. And I'm, I'm so proud of you. You know what I mean? And, um, and again, all glory goes to God, but again, just giving your life to him and, um, and, and just walking into that calling that he has called for you, bro. And, you know, I'm just, I just thank God for knowing you. I thank God for you. I thank God for your family. I thank God for your grandmother, bro. Um, who, who right now is in, in heaven, uh, looking down at her at, at her grandson um, and just clapping and just clapping. And, you know, she's happy for you, bro. And again, you're going to be the man that is going to change your family and bring them closer to Christ, bro. So, again, I'm just excited for all of you guys. I'm excited. Listen, man, as as as, as you know, those that may be watching this, um, he is my this is my brother. Although, you know, we don't look that we don't look the same, you know, mm-hmm. blood couldn't bring us any closer, man. We uh, this is this is truly my brother, uh, my brother in Christ. And um, anybody watching this, you know, 
you are our brother too, or our sister, and uh, we are praying for you. And um, and yeah, it's never too late for us to again give our life to Christ, or fully walk in the calm that He has called for us, right? Um, or to you know, as Kyle read in James four seven, right? To 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 resist the to resist the devil, right? And uh, and as we know, just just follow Christ. I know uh, the the episode that you guys. I don't know when you might see this, but, you know, the episode that, uh, you know, that Austin and Brandon did um, about becoming and, you know, you know, following, following Jesus, right? Dropping everything and just following him, right? And just trusting and believing in, in his plan that he has for you, because his plan is better than any plan that I can come up with, that Kyle can come up with, or anybody watching this can come up with, right? And so, um, so yeah, man, again, I just... One, you know, as we get ready to wrap this up, I just want to say, man, again, I'm so proud of you, brother. Um, you know, just continue on growing close to Christ, man. Um, be that be that example for your family, uh, mm-hmm. for for your son. Um, you know, you are you are truly um you're a great man, you know, you're a great brother. I have nothing but you know great words to say about you, man. And uh and we definitely just thank you for you know, taking the time out of your day, bro, to just, to just hop on, um, and just, and just talk, man, and just share your story, share your testimony. Um, and I know that right now that there's going to be someone that's going to watch this and, uh, and their life may be transformed, um, because of what God is doing or did in your life, man. Mm-hmm. And all glory goes to God, brother. Um, and we just thank you, man. We, we, we really thank you. I know that there's going to be a part two of this. I know that, you know, uh, you know, God is going to use you um, in any way that he seems fit um, to contribute to boss Bible study. So uh, trust me, you know, yeah, definitely. God, this will not be the last time you will see from uh, brother Kyle brother Kyle Webb, you know what I mean? But um, again, brother, we just need me you. that brother status. So. <laughs> <laughs> we just thank you, I'm all for it, bro. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. Ju- not just for this, but like everything, you know, um, Brother, we are right. we are who we surround ourselves with you know and mm-hmm. i'm so blessed to be able to surround myself with you with austin and with with my girlfriend and her parents you know mm-hmm. i've grown very close with them i was already close but now very close with them now um so yeah thank you <laughs> absolutely brother absolutely and so um yeah we're you know before we get ready to hop off i'm just going to close this out in prayer um, and then, you know, um, we're going to, we're going to call it a night, but again, just thank you, brother Kyle. Um, but let us bow our heads and, uh, let's get ready to pray and call it a day or night or whenever you may be watching this, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but, uh, let us pray, uh, dear heavenly father, uh, father, we just, we just say, thank you, father, uh, father, thank you for just changing us. Father, thank you for letting us know that although whatever we've been through, uh, that we are not what we've been through, but we are what, who you call for us to be father. And, uh, and I just thank you for allowing Kyle, uh, changing his life in and, and bringing him on this platform today, father, to reach his soul. Father, I pray that just one person's life will be transformed by what they heard here today, that they may turn away from their ways, father, and give their life to you. Father, um, I pray that you will continue to use this platform, father, to reach those that need to hear your voice. Father, I pray that you will continue to use us to be a mouthpiece for your people. Father, uh, we give you all the praise and all the glory 
And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, man. Uh, thank you. Um, again, everyone, thank you for tuning in to another edition of Boss Bible Study. Until next time. Peace. Peace. Let's go.